Greetings, models, and welcome back to the Wizarding World Live podcast. I'm so glad to be here in your ears. I'm your host, as always, the immortal wizard, Amoynus Franco. With me normally would be my co-host, the evil necromancer, Soren Summersbane. But as you might guess, he's an evil necromancer, so Samhain's kind of his busy day of the year. In fact, one reason we haven't put out a podcast episode in quite some time is we've just been so busy. We are, of course, still doing the stream every Friday night, 8 Pacific, at twitch.tv slash Live. We also went and uh, performed shows at an actual Renaissance Fair, the Idlewild Fair. Very fun. That footage should be coming out early in November. And, you know, we've, we've had a lot to do, but we hope to be putting back out more episodes as the winter deepens. But I wanted to bring you just a little bit of Samhain Halloween fun. So I've got a bit of a solo episode for you. I'm going to interview... The Raven. That's right, The Raven. Uh, I'm going to read a bit from the story, and then we'll talk to her about her experience being the part of a poem, being an immortal spooky raven. Should be really fun. Um, So please stay tuned for that right after this message from our sponsor. (laughs) It is I, Griselda, the sponsored witch. Here to bring you a very special Halloween message about an exciting new product coming soon to everywhere. Murder! (laughs) That's right. Have you never seen the light go out of the eyes? Have you done it before by accident and would like to try it for real? There's no better time than Halloween! (laughs) Go ahead, try it. Try a murder. Try it now. You won't get away with it. You'll probably be punished. You'll spend the rest of your life in a horrible jail. But at least you'll have tried, right? Yes, you'll have tried murder. Now brought to you by Facebook. Turn to your left. Turn to your right. One of those people won't put up a fight. (laughs) Don't worry. Goodness gracious, we say this every episode. Well, actually, we don't say this. I, I wanted to say that was the best sponsor we, that we've ever had, but I think that might have been the scariest, most evil sponsor we, we've ever had. Um, you know, and we hate to have an evil sponsor, but literally every podcast does. I can't think of one podcast that really has a very ethical sponsor behind it. If you can think of one, tweet at me, at Live. The Insta Goblins will read it out to me, and I will respond by inscribing it onto a bit of parchment, rolling up the parchment, hiding it under a tree, then the Insta Goblins go get it, and write back the response. Anyway, before I interview my guest, The Raven, I wanted to read a bit of The Raven. You know, I think it set a new standard for spooky poetry that hadn't really been matched in, oh boy, literal ages. I think um, stories of Lamash to, uh, from Uruk, I think those are probably the scariest stories on record uh, until this... This this era of mankind really brought back the spooky, and it's only gotten scarier since then. All right, here we go. <clears throat> From the tragically mortal Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Once, upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore. You know, I, I've often wondered about that phrase, you know, forgotten lore. First of all, which books? Very curious. I would love to know. Secondly, if you have them, they're not really forgotten lore, right? If you ha- if they're if they're in a book that was in this era, I, I assume printed, and you have it in your little personal library, 
it, it must not be that forgotten, right? I don't know. Okay, sorry. Anyway. <clears throat> While I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. Tis some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door. Only this and nothing more. Foolish. Foolish. And a, a mistake that's repeated by nearly everyone in horror films since their inception of horror films. <clears throat> uh, distinctly, I remember it was in the bleak December. I like December. Please don't take this as an indication of my opinion. And each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly, I wished the morrow. Vainly, I had sought to borrow from my book's surcease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. Which is, of course, not true. Um, both he and the raven say her name a few times in the rest of the poem. Uh, so, you know, another note for Mr. Poe, don't, don't lie at the top. Sorry, I, I shouldn't be noting Edgar Allan Poe. He he had a, he had a hard enough life. You know, I'm being a little bit unfair. All right, this is um. I want to get to the part where the ravens in it. Where is okay? So we're in stanza two. The raven comes in to see. There's three. Da 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 da. Uncertain rustling of each purple curtain, thrilling me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sir said I, or oh, madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. Yeah, okay. That's so. The fact is, I was napping. There's no raven here. All right. Skipping, skipping, there he says Lenore, and then an echo whispers back Lenore again, so Lenore is brought up. Let's see. <clears throat> back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning, yada, yada, yada. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Uh, funny rhyme. Weird to have comedy in there. Kind of an early pioneer in the horror comedy. All right, where is the raven? Here we go. Okay, okay. <clears throat> the raven portion. Open here, I flung the shutter, when with many a flirt and flutter... In there stepped a stately raven of the saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance made he, quote-unquote, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mien of lord or lady perched above my chamber door, perched upon a bust of palace just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling by the grave and stern decorum of the countenance it wore, Though thy crest be shorn and shaven, thou, I said, art sure no craven, ghastly grim and ancient raven, wandering in from the nightly shore. Tell me what thy lordly name is on the night's Plutonian shore. Quoth the raven, Nevermore. Chilling. Uh, that's my favorite part, I think, is when the raven comes in. He thinks he's going to have fun, but he's, he's just terrified of it. All right, um... <clears throat> And in comes my guest. That's that's your cue. Please, uh, audience, go wild, quietly, peacefully, spookily at home for the Raven. <coughs> Raven, thank you so much for coming in and doing this interview. I don't think you've ever given an interview, at least to any uh, outlet or radio show or podcast, whatever that any human might listen to. We're the first. Okay. Well, th thank you. Thank you. That's right. That's very kind. Okay. Yes. Of course you can. Yeah. Yes. If if you'd like to begin by reading a prepared statement, you absolutely can. I. We don't. Uh, you know, at, at this podcast, we, we try to give our guests 
relative freedom, so please, go ahead, go nuts. Okay, sure, sure. I'm so sorry. Okay. Raven, okay, wait, wait, wait I, I have to stop you there. I have to stop you there. I'm sorry, it's sounding, this is, um... Alright, these are sounding... I understand that you're quite aged, and you've lived for a very long time, and probably shall live for an even longer time. But I don't, I don't know if this political angle is gonna fly. If you'll forgive my, okay, you won't forgive it. Okay, I'm sorry. Don't worry. No more bird puns. I understand. I just, you know, we don't really. When I say relative freedom, we still want to have an interview. It shouldn't be. A, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be political grandstanding. That's not why we bring people on here. That's not, that's not what the show is. You know, the stream sometimes gets there, but not all the way. That's really just patio lefty. Yes, I'm friends with patio lefty. The anti-imperialist leprechaun, of course. Oh, you know him? You don't get along? Well, that's hardly my problem, Raven. All right, look, hey, let's, all right, let's, I think we got off on the wrong foot. Uh, we said wing, but we said no more puns. Okay, let's just let's let's just roll it back. You know, we, we can get to the politics stuff later, maybe. Okay. First off, why don't you tell me how you met Mr. Poe at a bar? Okay, that that makes sense. And he was a drunk out of his mind. Okay, yeah. Well, that's interesting. So you followed him home. Well, okay. So you're telling me this. This encounter, documented in the poem named for you, The Raven, is about a time that you walked Edgar Allan Poe home from a bar and he blacked out in his study and then woke up, forgot you were there, and had a little freak out? You know, that makes a lot of this stuff make a lot more sense. Like, the, the line about the forgotten lore. If you're blacking out all the time... You know, and you're, and you're reading when you're Poe levels of drunk. I can understand why you would think the law in your own books would be forgotten law because you had literally forgotten the law you've read. That's crazy. And and the talking, the sort of babbling to himself, 19th century, I think it was mostly men in the bars, right? Yeah, well, especially in that area. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. And he just, and it, I, I'm sure you corrected him gently and he just kind of ran over you right i mean poe's not the coolest if we can get into the gossip portion here poe not the coolest guy yeah i thought so the thing with the underage cousin is really yes yes so you you tried to stop it wow by pecking no i'm sorry i just well I, you don't okay I apologize. So you you filed a petition with the mayor, the city council, and the local district court. Wow. I honestly, I didn't know that they had anyone available to interpret Raven. I just that wouldn't be something I would assume would be available, especially in the nineteenth century. That sort of period where rationalism had kind of really swept things away. The Industrial re Revolution was wiping out all kinds of animal law, beast law, practitioners. It, it, it was kind of a low point uh, for human-animal relations. I mean, it hasn't gotten 
a lot better, but I, there are a few more druids in the world, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But you were able to, okay, and then it was stopped just because... Oh. You don't say. That's huge. The president got involved. And said it was a matter of freedom to let him do the cousin stuff. Wow. Uh, audience, I, I'm sure it's the first you're hearing of it. It's the first I heard of it. Um, that's huge. Um, and speaking of the president now, you had some thoughts earlier that you wanted to get to. Now, I, But I, I don't want to just let you air out. No, I don't want to just let you air out your, your grievances. I don't want to let you just spout propaganda. No, I, I don't care what Dave Chappelle told you. First Amendment does not apply to podcasts. I'm not canceling you. I'm just kicking you off this episode of my podcast. And if you would be so kind to please... No, hey, hey. No, all right, look. Be this word our sign of parting, bird or fiend. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's plutonian shore. Leave no black poom as a token of that lie. Thy soul has spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my mic and take thy form from off my door. You shall be a guest. Nevermore. Well, mortals, I'm sorry, you know, that has to be our most contentious episode by far. Um, you know, and I wouldn't normally air it, but I wanted to put out something for Halloween, and I think it's important that you hear what that raven had to say. Because, you know... I don't agree with it, and I didn't. I didn't air the worst parts um, of, of what the Raven had to say, but it's important. You know, you, it's important that we know who our favorite characters from history really are. And it's important that we know what, what the Raven was like, and it's important that we know what Edgar Allan Poe really did. Because uh, I don't know if you know uh, what you know that the stuff about Annabelle Lee. Yeah, uh, look that up. Go ahead and look that up. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a number here. Thirteen. Yeah, it, it's unlucky, and it was really unlucky for Poe. All right. Uh, but of course, of course, the podcast is normally uh, much different, and we'll be back again with some different episodes very soon uh, that I, I think you'll enjoy very much. We have a couple interviews that we've done in the past, but we're we're looking to start up some more interviews. And of course, we do the stream every Friday night at 8 Pacific on twitch.tv slash wizwordlive. We, we recently uh, were in the Mansion of Malice battling the Gandalord. We have an interview with a medium, a real medium, who's done an, an exorcism coming up very soon. All kinds of new, wonderful, uh, new friends, uh, new magical beings, new places to go, new things to see and do. I hope you'll join us the the community, our coven, is growing. And it grows every time you listen or invite a friend. It grows when you share the art we're making on Instagram. Uh, I, th I think we've really made some way cooler art than ever this past year at Wizworld Live on all, all the social platforms. Anyway, I hope you're safe. I hope you have a happy Halloween or a very somber Samhain to those very serious occultists, which is Wiccans, Druids, who just don't like to smile too much, but really want to meditate on it, you certainly can. It's a special day for everybody in every way. Take care out there, mortals. Goodbye.